Good afternoon, saints of God. Um, my name is Patricia Freeman, Yahweh's daughter. And today um, I'm led to talk about the helping hand of God. First, I'd like to just give a brief definition of what a helping hand is. It means to extend or reach out. And I'm asking God Almighty to have his way in me, to push me out of the way because none of me is all of him, and that his Holy Spirit would just take over this temple, this vessel, and use it for God's glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'd like to start out by saying, we all know the common saying, um, we've all used it, um, God help them that help themselves. Many scholars has, have also quoted this saying, as, as well as many of us saying it also. And yet, if you search for this saying in the Bible, in Proverbs, or even, you know, searching for one of Jesus' saying, you wouldn't find such a saying. It cannot be found in the Bible. In fact, the Bible says and teaches the exact opposite. But the fact about this has been quoted by Benjamin Franklin. Although he didn't invent it, he generally held, he, I'm sorry, he generally held, held to have popularized this model in his Poor Richard's Almanac. It appears in the 1757 edition, if someone wants to go and view it. And I quote, Let us hearken to good advice, and something may be done for us. God help them that help themselves. And it was in, um, as, as poor Richard says in his almanac of 1733. Okay, saints, while this may sound superficially like the kind of proverb we often read, you might hear from a committed Christian. Believe it or not, Franklin was a dyist himself. He didn't believe in a person of God who was actively in the affairs of his people, but instead in a God who set the world in motion, but stands at a distance while we fend for ourselves. Not only is this a model and not in the Bible, it wasn't popularized by someone who was committed to the historic Christian faith and the Bible teachings on, on God's character. Let's see what the Bible says about this, okay? The exact opposite, in fact, in the Old Testament book of Proverbs, it teaches us that relying on ourselves rather than on the wisdom of God is foolhardy. Proverbs 28, 26 reads this. The Bible tells us, saints, in Romans, the third chapter, the 10 to the 12 verse. There is no one righteous. No, not one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together became worthless. There is no one who does good, not one. 
When it comes to our greatest need, rescue, rescue, excuse me, rescue from sin and debt, there's nothing we can do to save ourselves, saints. All of us have turned from God. All have sinned. We are utterly unable to find true spiritual peace through our own efforts. Thankfully, that is where God comes in. And I'm just quoting scriptures to bring truth to um, the correction on the model we always use. Uh, God help those that help themselves. And, and you know, when, when that's said to some people, that can feel like a beast thing. You know, because what about the helpless that can't help themselves, you know? And if this is said to them, you know, what are they thinking? Well, how am I going to do this? You know, I'm bedridden or I'm in a wheelchair. You know, I can't cook for myself. Like I said, it can hurt a whole lot of people. That's why God said, and all we get, get understanding. So we're going to go now. Um to Romans, the fifth chapter, six through the eighth verse. And it says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. God is demonstrating his own love for us in this while we were sinners. Christ died for us, saints. He died. Those that trust in themselves are fools, but those who But those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. If we can't trust in ourselves, some of us question, then what hope do we have? Fortunately, the Bible has an answer, saints. The prophet Isaiah declares that God helped those who are utterly helpless. Isaiah, the 25th chapter, the fourth verse says, You have been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat for the breath of the rootless rootless is like a storm driving against a wall saints god provides tangibly for those who are helpless and needy god help those who can't help themselves and who the Bible consider helpless? Everyone, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, saints. Christ's death was the solution for those who were helpless. He helped those that couldn't help themselves. For it was by grace, it was by grace, saints, we have been saved through faith, and this is not from ourselves. It is a gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2nd chapter 8 through the 9th verse backs this up for me. Saints, our help comes from God alone, and it happens when we turn our lives over to him in faith. Trusting the work of Christ on the cross, it's not something we work for, and there's certainly nothing we can We can change about ourselves to make us worthy of God's help. But instead, saints, we are saved by the passionate, undeserved love of God. It is his gift to us, saints. So the next time we hear someone say, God God helps those who help themselves, remind them 
remind them what the Bible says. Instead, God help those who can't help themselves. And this brings glad tidings to God's people, knowing that if God is in control and commands us to surrender all unto him, that's saying that God help them, them those that help themselves would be a contradiction to the almighty God saying, God declares that, that nothing shall be added or taken away from his word. That means you, me, and the world. The Almighty God has spoken, saints. And I'd like to go in prayer with everyone, gone before the throne of God with, with the Holy Spirit ushering us into the presence of God. Father God, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Because of Jesus, we are able to come through Jesus Christ and you look upon us. Father God, I'm asking that this word that has been recorded, not of myself, but of the Holy Spirit that dwells in this vessel that belongs to you, would bring understanding to everyone that this message is supposed to go out to, Lord God. Father, give them understanding, Lord God, of your word, Lord God. Father God, all of us, teach us your character, Father God, your loving character, Lord God, because your word says, Lord God, that you, you will not harm us, but help us, Lord God. And I know that sometime, Father God, we can get a bit confused, Lord God, but you're not the author of confusion in thinking when we're going through things for you to prepare us, Lord God, for what you have called us for, it can feel uncomfortable, Lord God. It hurts sometime, Father God. But Father Father God, you only doing this because you love us, Lord God. And if you didn't do these things, Father God, we couldn't become who you called us to be, Lord God. So let us give us understanding and knowing, Father God, and trusting you, Lord God, and letting go, Lord God, and surrendering all unto you, Father God, that you may have your way, Father God, and that we may look the way you want us to look, say what you want us to say, Lord God, because you have the power, Lord God, to change our thinking, Lord God, touch our minds, creating us a clean heart, restoring us the right spirit, oh God, and lead us, God, lead us on the pathway, Lord God, lead us, Lord God, to our destiny, Father God, and Father, help us to understand that we don't have to copy of no one else, Lord God, because you call us all individually, Lord God, you gifted us all individually, Lord God, that what we are called to do, Lord, only we can do it, Lord God, because you put it in us, Father God. And when you made us, Lord God, molded us and shaped us, Lord, you threw that mold away, Lord. So can't no one fit the character that you have called to do the things that you have called us to do, Lord God. In Jesus' holy name, we ask in you, Lord God, creating us a clean heart, restoring us the right spirit, Lord God. And Father God, you said you'd never leave us or forsake us, Father God. We trust this tonight, Lord God, knowing that we walk with the Almighty God, Lord God, and that no weapon formed against us should prosper, Lord God. You didn't say it wouldn't form, Father. You said it wouldn't prosper, Lord God, but that we may have the strength, Lord God. And we know we have the strength because you said your strength was made perfect in our weakness, O oh God. Father God, we've given this all to you. we casting our cares upon you. Lord, we're surrendering all to you right now, Lord God. Have your way, O oh God, and continue to direct us in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. We pray this prayer. We seal it with the blood of Jesus. And amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. So saints, we know that by grace we are saved. We know that by the almighty God, mercy and grace is a fresh 
every single day. And the blood of Jesus, it covers a multitude of sin because of that, Lord. Because of that, saints. Because we can be confident in the things that we do. If we allow God to change us, if we allow God to do the perfect work in us, then we become who he called us to be. We're not the same no more. We don't walk the way we used to walk. We don't talk the way we used to talk. We're different. We're different. And we all have a purpose on this earth. So no one has to envy no one. Because I can't do what you can do. Because God has called you to do it. You can't do what I can do. Because God has called me to it. Understand that, saints. And believe in the almighty God. And this life here on earth. We'll have joy. He didn't say we wouldn't have trials and tribulations. He said, but be of good cheer because Jesus have overcome it. So in God, I live. In God, I die. Glory to his holy name. So don't let the devil lie. He's the father of lies. He's going to try to bring negativity to you. He's going to try to speak lies to you. You already know what the end is for the enemy. But your end, God is going to give you an expected end. He promised that. And in due time, that promise is going to come into reality. So just be still and know that he's God. Keep the faith. Keep pushing through. Keep believing, keep praying, keep seeking. Knock and the door shall be opened. Seek and ye shall find. Ask and it shall be given to you. And don't get disappointed because you haven't received it yet. If you haven't received it yet, then the timing is not here. And don't, don't, don't let the devil lie and make you think you're still in the valley. And God has pulled you out to the valley and you're nearing the promised land. You're still going to go through trials and tribulations. So that could be the, the enemy can try and confuse us. Oh, wow. You st you're still, still in the valley. You know, you're still being pruned, you know. And in fact, you're headed to the promised land. You're on your way to the promised land. So ask God for understanding, you know. Ask him, Lord, what season am I in? You'll know. Because even though the blessings start pouring in like light raindrops, you're still nearing the promised land. Press down shaken shall men give into your bosom. Believe, keep the faith, the substance of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I believe he's going to give it to me. I don't see it, but I know it's going to come to pass. Fate, you don't see it. You believe it. You walk by faith, not by sight. And if you keep on going, you're going to walk into the promised land. Saints, be blessed. Um, I love you, but God loves best. In all things, get understanding. Keep your hands in God's hands. Keep seeking him. Seek his kingdom and all of his righteousness. And everything else will be added on to you.
in Jesus' holy name. God bless you. May it bless all the listeners. Good night, saints.